Welcome to the Soulful Sessions podcast with your host, Desiree Michelle. I am a holistic wellness practitioner, lifestyle, business, and empowerment coach, soulful entrepreneur, yoga teacher, and forever student of life. Each week on this podcast, I will be bringing you a guest or a message to support you in feeling empowered, embodied, and inspired to connect more deeply to your own version of soulful living. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Soulful Sessions podcast. Today we have an amazing guest, Montana Valverde. So Montana is an online mentor for network marketers. Her business is all based on the foundation of personal development and self-education. So she is an amazing person to learn from and talk to if you are a business owner. She really enjoys helping people bridge the gap from where they are to where they want to be in their business. And she has so much wisdom and knowledge to share about business and mindset. So I'm really excited to have her on today. So thank you so much for being here, Montana. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited and I'm so honored that you asked me to be a part of this. I honestly love podcasting. It's um, a passion of mine and I have yet to launch my podcast. It's coming soon, but I'm just really grateful that I get to be in your energy and also a part of this community, sharing my wisdom, sharing my heart and my insights on everything that Des is about to ask me. I'm so happy to have you here and I can't wait to dive in today. So I would love to start out just by having you introduce yourself a little bit further for the listeners who aren't familiar with you and what you do. Um, So maybe just tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Montana Valverde. I'm from uh, Vancouver, Canada. I was originally born in like a really small town about four hours outside, but nobody really knows where that is. So I just say that I'm from Vancouver, which is where I actually live now. Um, And I started my business when I was in network marketing um, back in, I think it was July of 2019. And I had a really incredible experience and I absolutely loved it. And then eventually now I branched off into coaching and mentoring and I support network marketers from all over, all different companies to really help get them results and also grow as leaders inside their businesses. So it's a passion of mine to be able to help serve other people. Service is on the forefront of my mind. It's my mission. It's what I believe in and what I stand for. And so if I can help more people and as many people in this industry and really help enhance the professionalism of this industry, that's my goal. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. I love that so much. So for anyone who doesn't know this, um, my very first business was actually in network marketing with a company called Arbon, and I signed on with Montana on her team. So um, that's, well, we know each other from personal connections and friendships, but um, I am familiar with Montana in a business setting, and she is absolutely amazing. I love, Montana, how you have always been so rooted in your integrity and just You've always had such an amazing growth mindset and clarity in regards to how you want to operate things and doing things in a way that does feel really aligned and really good for you, even if it's not industry standard. So I've always absolutely loved that about the way that you operate your business. And I would love for you to just share a little bit more about how you kind of ended up doing more coaching and consulting and mentoring and um, what kind of made you want to do that instead of network marketing? 
I love this question so much. First of all, thank you so much for your kind words. And yes, we had an incredible experience together inside of that company. And I'm so grateful that you trusted me on your journey. So essentially what I started to realize, I had an incredible run with network marketing and I am so passionate about it because I genuinely believe that it's the opportunity to help people go from having and living in a, an ordinary life to an extraordinary life. And so I started my business and I was super I wouldn't say super successful, but I did do well right out the gate and I plateaued a little bit. I went through these phases and these like ebbs and flows like you naturally would, I guess, in business. And then eventually I started to dive really deep into personal development. Like I started going to all these seminars and reading books and just really learning a lot about what I was capable of. And I attended an event called um, Unleash the Power Within. And that's what really kind of got me, I guess, hooked on wanting to continue a journey in self-education. And I kind of had this idea like, hmm, maybe I could go into coaching or mentoring, but I didn't know if anybody would really want to like learn from me other than the people who were on my team at the time. So I didn't really act on it. It was always in the back of my mind. And then I completed another program called Unleash Her Power Within with an incredible human being. Her name is Chrissy Kuchis. She's a national speaker for Tony Robbins and now a really great friend of mine and mentor. And that program was the breakthrough moment for me to decide, okay, you know what? I actually have a skill here. And I also have an, a really a, a strong desire to really want to help other people across the board, not just primarily in my downline in network marketing. So then I made the decision to pivot uh, at a time where I was on the horizon and really, really successful. And something that I learned from Tony Robbins, this is, by the way, who all the events I'm going to, if you know Tony, he runs Unleash the Power Within. Um, so I learned something from him that like really just clicked with me and changed my perspective on what I was doing at the time. He said, it's really important to make sure that you learn to master not only the science of achievement. So being successful, you know, maybe enhancing your finances, really growing as a person and, and gaining success, but it's more important to master the art of fulfillment. And so I had learned how to master the science of achievement. I knew how to make sales in my business. I qualified for the top 2% of the industry in network marketing. I built a multiple six-figure in revenue network marketing business. Like everything was going as planned, but I wasn't truly fulfilled. And so when I made the decision to swap my, my entire business over to uh, coaching and mentoring, I really started to feel this strong sense of fulfillment. And if there's one thing that I want the viewers or the listeners to know is that it really is important for you to stay in alignment with what your version of success is whenever you're doing something in life, because there's no one else that has to live your life except for you. And if you don't wake up every single day, like freaking so excited to do what you do, like change what you do. And so that in that moment, I knew I had to make a decision to bet on myself and go from having this tremendous amount of success to having nothing. But I, I realized that an investment in myself is hands down the best investment I can make because nobody could take that away from me. And so I bet on myself and I went all in and I was able to grow my business really successfully. Now I've been able to help hundreds of students inside of my coaching and inside of my mentorship programs. And it's just been the greatest honor of my life to serve. So yeah, that long story short, <laughs> I hope that answers your question. Mm, I love that so much, Montana. Thank you so much for being generous in telling us all about your experiences and I really love everything you shared and it's so funny that you actually touched on that kind of distinction between success and fulfillment because I remember that was always the thing for me and why I could never really get into network marketing because I felt like it just wasn't fulfilling my heart and it wasn't what I knew I was meant to do. But something I always really admired about you and the way that you ran your business is that you just had this like 
very driven success mindset, which I feel like has served you in so many ways. And of course, you've been able to then apply that success mindset into something that is more aligned and is more fulfilling. So I do truly think it's like that beautiful balance of being able to have that drive and determination and also having that heart coherence of like, what is my heart telling me? What do I really want to be doing? What is actually fulfilling and aligned for me and my values? And I think when you combine the two together, it's just like such a formidable combination. So I would really love to kind of unpack a little bit more around some of your mindset strategies and habits and just perspectives that you have that have given you that ability to push forward even if maybe you weren't so sure if it was super fulfilling for you because I think a lot of the time um, you know it's so important that we do listen to our hearts but I think a lot of the time we can struggle to stay committed to one path and see it through to that level of success that a lot of people want to have so that's what I'd really love to pick your brain about a little bit more so maybe if you can just share with the listeners some um, kind of consistent habits or mindset perspectives that you've had that you think have really attributed to the success that you've had in your businesses yeah absolutely so For me, one of the biggest things that I focus on on a day-to-day basis is committing to progress. So how can I get 1% better every single day? I think sometimes we put our dreams and our desires on a pedestal and then they feel out of reach and we get so focused on an end result and we forget that the journey is the destination. And not to mention as well, progress is really what gives people happiness. And so, you know, I started to realize when I was on this journey in network marketing, not getting the results that I wanted at the time, that I was, I had to be committed to a greater purpose. And I also had to be aligned to something that was far more important than just me fulfilling my goals of finances and, you know, wealth or health or whatever. Like I needed to be committed to something more. And so I started focusing on how I could get a little bit better every single day. And I'm a huge believer in alignment over hustle. So I am somebody who really is not an advocate for hustle culture. I believe we can work smarter, not harder and, and tap into our energy more when it's necessary. And when we have it versus trying to drain ourselves and, you know, operate in a, in a manager mentality, like you really want to learn how to own your life. Right. So, so that's something that I really focus on is like creating progress every single day. And I also I think this is super underrated and I don't know if other people are, this is something that other people do very often, but I spend a lot of time like on my own and maybe that is because I'm an introvert, but I have learned so much about myself from putting myself in really uncomfortable situations on my own. And that sounds silly, but it's like putting myself into a business opportunity that I didn't know very much about that. I had to bet on myself. Like it was a risk that showed me who I was, who I really am and what I'm capable of. And so it's never for a lack of um, ability. It's always for a lack of drive that people don't get to where they want to get to usually. So I really committed myself to like staying in the uncomfy and like knowing that I was committed to growth and that 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 moment or, you know, that struggle, that hardship was going to allow me to get closer to progress, which ultimately is my end result. So every day taking a look at the things that I was getting better at, um, you know, if I was seeing improvements, I would dive deeper into that and, 
something else I learned in business as well, too, if, if you're listening right now and you are in business or you're in network marketing potentially is do what you do best and hire the rest. I think it's really important to acknowledge like what you are actually really good at and then what actually drains you of your energy or what is not inside your genius mode. And that's something I learned within network marketing. I, I literally tried to do it all and I wasn't able to create progress. It was creating tremendous amounts of overwhelm and burnout and really just making me feel not very good about myself. I think one of the worst pieces of advice I was ever told was to work within my weaknesses. But no, you don't have to do that. You can work within your strengths, do what you do best and hire the rest. And if that means hiring someone like Des to help you with your spirituality and your growth or, you know, getting a coach in some shape or form or having somebody, for example, who is in personal training, if you want to get in better shape, like hire somebody who is really great at what you do and make it a priority and then try your best to continue to live your life focusing on progression. Mm, those are all such value tidbits. Thank you so much, Mon. I think two really key pieces that stand out for me are one, having the capacity to have that self-awareness and self-audit, right? Like being able to actually take inventory of what is going well, what am I making progress on, what is just a massive waste of time at this point, and maybe I do need to put my hand up and ask for help. So being able to sit down with yourself and actually have that awareness, and then also being able to not let the desire to go with the flow or conform with the norm um, prevent you from actually following your heart. I think a lot of my community is comprised of women, so I speak a lot to women. And I think that, um, you know, as women, a lot of the time we really are conditioned to be such people pleasers. And there is so much desire for that external validation and external acceptance that I do really think gets in the way a lot of the time of people really having that success that they want to see in their lives. Because oftentimes it does require us to be a bit of a lone wolf or kind of go it alone and forge our own paths, right? What we truly desire for our lives is not always in alignment with what other people accept or want or think we should be doing. So I'm such a big believer in really creating that inside out transformation. And instead of just looking to achieve a goal and saying, how can I get to that goal with external steps? That is important, but I think we really need to look within as well and say, what is happening within me that might be preventing me from seeing that success? So I really love everything you shared and I agree so much. I am such an introvert, despite being, you know, bubbly and outgoing. I think having that time to yourself is so, so important for that self-reflection. And that is really how we can continue to grow. So thank you so much for sharing those personal experiences. Um, what are some of the challenges, I'm really curious, that have been kind of big roadblocks, so to speak, in your business journey and just in your personal development as well? One of the biggest uh, limiting beliefs that has prevented me from being able to take action. It's almost like paralysis by analysis was um, imposter syndrome. So as soon as I left network marketing, I was like, well, who's going to want to learn from me? You know, why would anyone want to learn from me? I don't, I don't, I've never done this before. I've never ran a business. And then we start stacking our limiting beliefs and then we start making decisions through the lens of our limiting beliefs. And so what I started to realize was that if I want to be able to really help and change people's lives, then I need to change me. I need to change the way that I'm thinking because the only thing that is currently holding me back from being able to serve and help other people greatly is the narrative that I keep telling myself about why I can't do it. And so if I can change my perspective and 
find a way to become self-aware, like you were saying, to break this imposter syndrome, I can get way more done and not to mention help way more people. And I think imposter syndrome comes up a lot, even within network marketing, or, you know, if you are somebody who has this desire to start your, your own business, maybe you launch your own online course, or no matter what it may be, maybe start a sport for the first time. We always have this imposter syndrome of like, well, I've never done it before. So I would not like, how could, why would anybody, you know, want to be a part of my team or why would anybody want to join me on this journey? And the truth of the matter is people will be inspired by the way that you overcome your imperfections. And this is something I'm a huge advocate for, even inside of my programs and inside of my business is messy action over no action. And so I got really good at taking messy action. In the beginning, I committed to being a beginner. And something that I learned about, and especially in network marketing, but in the beginning phases of entrepreneurship was that you're going to be a beginner before you can be anything else. So before you can be good, before you can be great, before you can be that expert that you desire to be, like you're going to suck at it. And so I just allowed myself to stay in that beginner phase as long as I needed to grow and learn. And then as I started to get to every new level that was, you know, bringing a new devil, I was prepared and I had that personal growth to be able to get there. And so yeah, I, I think um, imposter syndrome was one of the biggest things I really, really struggled with. One of the biggest limiting beliefs that is. And then also as well, too, I constantly was getting caught up in things that I didn't know. So I was like, oh, I don't know how to do that. So if I don't know how to do this thing, then how am I going to be able to get the result that I wanted? And sometimes it's as simple as taking a look back and, and taking a step back in your life and realizing like, but the answer exists somewhere. Like I can Google this, I can YouTube this. I don't need to have, you know, pre-existing experience or knowledge to be able to learn and take on the opportunity to grow somewhere else. Like, you know, I can adapt, I can pivot, I can change. And more importantly, I can actually learn from other people. I could model the success of those who are getting the results that I want. So I started to really get into that way of thinking. And I, I started to become somebody who took massive action and I got viciously honest with myself and the process and by doing that it allowed me to basically build a bridge and get to the places that I wanted to be quicker without having to sit in the gap. Mm, 100% and it's so funny that you shared that experience with imposter syndrome because yesterday actually I did um, a live with my friend Sarah and pretty much said almost word for word that exact same thing about my experience and really highlighting those key points of not being afraid to suck at the beginning realizing that we all have to start somewhere and really taking that messy action. So I think that those are definitely some key mindset perspectives that I would love to highlight for anyone listening. I think they're just so, so important. And then again, like you said, really adopting that mindset of I can always learn and there's somebody who always knows the answer instead of just telling ourselves that because we don't already know the answer that it doesn't exist having that desire to grow and that desire to be resourceful I think that's so so important um so what are some things that you would say you've learned about yourself that you never would have learned if you didn't take a chance on yourself and believe in yourself and really say you know what this is all unknown but I'm going to go for it anyway something that I learned about myself is oh this is such a great question I learned that I have a huge desire to public speak so I when I was a part of network marketing and I was actively growing a team, I had this desire to always want to train. Like I enjoy doing training calls. But then when I started to host events and um, and and actually, you know, go live on Instagram and do the do the messy action, I started to realize that it was something that I really enjoyed. And I know it's not for everyone, but I think it wasn't necessarily speaking in front of the camera that I enjoyed. 
I think it was the message because something that I learned recently from Trent Shelton, he says, you can measure the amount of followers you have. You can measure the amount of sales you make in your business, but you can never measure the amount of impact you have on other people. And receiving messages from people saying things like that live video completely changed my life. Like that's what really was giving me fulfillment, but also just like make me so happy. And so I realized, dang, like if I don't show up for these people, I am doing them a disservice. So if I have to borrow the belief that someone has in me in order to actually get things done and serve and help people, like I'm going to do it and get out of my own way to show up and, and really help and support other people's growth. And so, yeah, that was something I learned about myself. I always knew it, but I didn't know, I didn't believe it. And now I do. And because I have this passion and conviction to serve and it shines through my work now, it it's easier for me to connect with people and and it, it also helps overall with, with my overall well-being. And I, I feel like I, I live a better quality of life because of it. Mm, that's so amazing. And I think often we have no idea what we're going to learn about ourselves, what passions or purposes we might uncover if we don't take those risks to try new things and step outside of our comfort zones. So I'm so happy for you just to hear that you've discovered that about yourself. And I think that Obviously, I mean, gauging by your Instagram following, there are so many people who clearly resonate with you and resonate with your message and the way that you teach as well. Something that I'm always mindful of sharing with my business mentees and clients is that oftentimes we get so caught up in our own heads thinking like other people are more knowledgeable or other people are doing this and they've already been doing it for longer. And we can give ourselves all these narratives and ideas about why we shouldn't go ahead and do something. But I think it's so important to remember, like you said, we will never truly know the impact that we are making on somebody else's life. And sometimes people will not resonate with the same message being shared by somebody else but they will resonate with the way that you share it, the way that you teach it, the way that you speak it. And I do really think that adopting the belief that, you know, it's not about us and it truly is selfish not to share the gifts on our hearts or within our minds just because we're scared, right? There are so many people whose lives we can change and impacts that we can make that we really need to be able to get out of our own way in order to do that. Do you think that um, public speaking and kind of working within that realm was something that was of interest to you before you started delving into the realms of entrepreneurship or was just this just a completely unknown desire and interest? Honestly, this was super unknown. I mean, I grew up a professional dancer. I started dancing when I was two and I'm, I, I don't like using the term X dancer because I would, I always love to go back and still dance. I just don't dance professionally anymore. Um, but I always was really comfortable with being on a stage, but never speaking on a stage. Like I never really got into acting or anything like that. And so I always knew that I was able to influence people with my movement and communicate with people through my, my movement and my art. I didn't know it would be possible for me to do the same thing with my words. And so when I learned about that, I was like, wow, what an incredible honor to be able to share these gifts. And like you said, um, it's selfish of me not to speak up and help others with them. So yeah, I, I honestly had no idea that it would be a passion of mine. And I think as well too, like in the beginning, because I was so afraid and, and I was not, not necessarily like not super good at it. I just didn't know, like I, I hadn't tried and you don't know until you try, you know, I think we get so again, paralysis by analysis, we get so caught up in our own mind that we don't even take action. And then how are we supposed to know whether or not we're good at it? Right. So I decided to fear into power and go for it. And 
Something that I learned from Tony, again, he says it's important to stand guard at the door of your mind. And so when you do have those limiting beliefs starting to set in and, and you start learning about, you know, or you start thinking to yourself like, oh, well, you know, only one person showed up to my live video. So why should I go live again? Or, well, I only had like two people come to my event. It's like, but those two people, you, you could have changed their life. And those two people might know two people who know two people. And it kind of just trickles down from there. You just never know. So it's worth it to give it a try. And at least you can go back and look at the experience and be like, well, at least I gave it my whole heart. At least I tried, you know, um, instead of the fear or the pain of wondering what if. Mm, I absolutely agree with all of that. It's so true. And I think as well, like social media can be a bit dangerous because we really reduce our impact to numbers and statistics. I always like to think, you know, if I was speaking to one person and I had a meaningful conversation with them and it was in person, that would be fulfilling for me. But when we make a post and let's say one person likes it, that can feel so discouraging and disheartening right because we just see that number and we really reduce the humanity to a number which I think is so dangerous so it's really refreshing to have these kinds of conversations and just to give out that reminder to anybody who's currently in that space of not believing believing in themselves that there is so much reason to believe in yourself and go for it what would you say is kind of an important thing to let somebody know who's at the beginning of their journey or what would you say to somebody who is currently in business and maybe feeling a bit burnt out in their journey well my my advice would be this is that you are doing a really great job and i know as an entrepreneur especially since you're probably solo right now or if you only have a couple of team members you still might feel alone but let it be known like you are doing incredible and if no one has told you recently, I am proud of you. Des is proud of you. We honor your strength. Like it takes a very specific type of mentality to be an entrepreneur or to be a business owner or to want to serve and help other people. And I feel like as women, we're such healers and we want to just fix people or help people or do whatever we can. And so we are already at a different level than most. And so I, I feel as though it's really important for you to just give yourself grace during this time and know that like the best is yet to come. Like you are going through these phases in your business right now. Maybe you're on like an incline and everything is great and you're euphoric and you're having a great time, like celebrate that moment. And if you're not, then celebrate that moment as well too. Like know that no matter what stages you are at, there is opportunity for growth and you have incredible things on the horizon for you solely because you're doing what you're doing. Like you are part of the top one, 2% of people who are willing to bet on themselves and go out there and like really do the dang thing. So give yourself a break and also celebrate all of the success you've had so far, whether that means taking some time to rest or letting yourself rejuvenate or take a step back and just acknowledge everything that you've accomplished. Because I'm telling you, these moments, they seem small right now, but when you look back on your journey, they're going to make up the big picture. Yeah, I love that so much, Mon. I really think that there's so much value in being able to lean into the ebbs and flows and to trust that nothing lasts forever. So giving yourself permission to really lean in when it is good and rejoice in that. Give yourself congratulations where it's due. Feel proud of yourself and let that be okay 
and recognize that when you are kind of down in the dumps or things aren't going the way that you want them to go, that that's just a stage as well. It's not going to last. So don't give up on yourself. Give yourself that permission to recognize that life and business are both messy. They're both going to be roller coasters and there's never going to be a time where we're just cruising and things are all good and fine and dandy forever, right? There is always that contrast and I think it's actually really valuable to be able to lean into the contrast and accept it for what it is because it just makes our experience that much more rich and it allows us to really learn and grow through these different experiences. So I absolutely love that perspective and I think it's so valuable for all of us to remember regardless of where we're at in our journeys. So what are your plans kind of going forward with your business and what's really your dream vision, so to speak, with your business? So at the moment right now, I'm transitioning over from live launching and live programs to into a more evergreen style and online courses. So, and then I also have one-to-one clients. And so that's kind of where we're currently at right now. And on this trajectory, I do want to start creating more digital products to be able to support and help other um, network marketers. My big ultimate goal is though, to be able to get into the seminar business or to be able to help people on a more of a mass scale. Obviously with the years that we had, we learned the opportunity for growth online. And as much as I do love online because I'm only ever really been online, I really wanna learn how to grow and expand my business in the actual real world by, you know, being a part of events and seminars and and conventions and stuff. So I would love to be able to create content and build a more, a business more around that kind of, um, I guess, style. So that's definitely down the road, but it's definitely, it's on my, you know, it's on my vision board. And as well too, I really want to kind of transition into other areas of my life. So I'm a huge advocate for other overall health and wellness and like really taking care of myself. And so that's something I've been investing, um, not only like financially, but also like my time into over the past year. And it's changed the way that I show up in my business. It's changed my relationships. And so I want to start diving deeper into that portion of my life and maybe open up another sector, have my own wellness company or something like that, where I can connect with people based off of my experiences and share more information about the things that have allowed me to act actually get results because it's one thing to have strategies, but it's another thing to have your mental clarity and also to have your health. And what we've learned is that if you don't have your health, you don't have anything at all. And so I've just learned it's so important to practice these things. And I have certain strategies and things that I utilize within those um, sectors of my life that have given me great results. So that's another area and another avenue I want to move down. But yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the vision that I have for so far. And then as well, too, since I was a professional dancer, I want to open up my own nonprofit organization for dancers and offer scholarships to give people the opportunity. This is that I had because I'm a firm believer in the fact that if it wasn't for dance, having led me into so many different um, areas of my life and rooted me in such incredible standards and disciplines, like I probably wouldn't be the person I am today. So I want to be able to give more people that opportunity um, in their life, too. That's so exciting, Mon. I honestly cannot wait to watch you flourish and grow and bring all of these beautiful things into the world. And it's so interesting what you shared about the value of our health and well-being in regards to not only business, but of course, all facets of life. And I think that there really is a need for greater awareness around the value of this specifically in business. And that was actually what sparked my 
initial idea for the first group program I ever created, Inner Alchemy. It was essentially a holistic lifestyle development program for female entrepreneurs because I really felt that that was an area that is lacking. We see so much burnout and just people really running in that masculine energy of being productive, the hustle culture. And I think that so much of the time, we can let other areas of our lives kind of go without realizing the impact that that truly has on a greater scale. So when we're not nourishing our bodies with the right nutrition, when we're not taking time to give ourselves exercise and proper um, space mentally as well, like through meditation and mindfulness techniques, and when we're not tending to our heart as well, when we're not giving ourselves the space to process emotions and to really tap into our intuition, of course that's going to influence our relationships, our well-being, and that inevitably has an impact on our business as well because the business is really just an extension of ourselves, as you know. So this is something I'm so, so passionate about and I love that you brought this up. And I know that this is probably a bit of a sneak peek since you're not quite there yet in your business, but if you have any kind of specific tips or tricks or things that you have found to be particularly useful for your own life, I would love for you to share those with the audience. Yeah, so um, the first uh, tip I have um, related to overall wellness is really monitor your social media intake. So uh, I know this firsthandedly because I was somebody who built an entire, like my whole network marketing business was built in the online space. So I spent a ton of time, screen time and tons of time and just essentially like growing and scaling and building and looking at Instagram. And Des is actually somebody who taught me a lot about how to monitor my screen time. And I was learning a lot from her when we were in network marketing in that specific area. And I'm grateful for you for sharing that with me. And so I've kind of continued that on. And um, I used to have this um, desire to want to really like show up very consistently. I still do try to show up consistently on the internet, but like to primarily focus on showing up specifically to post content. And I just felt like a like employed to my phone, basically. Like I felt like a slave to my business. And and it was really, really eating up my overall well-being. And so what I decided to do was um, take, you know, a day off of social media throughout the week where I just, you know, wouldn't show up. And it was great. It was so helpful for me. I got to go out and be present with the world, especially when you have a business full of digital products and it's all online. You're already spending so much time on the internet or looking at screens anyway. It's really important to set a boundary around that time. I can't even begin to tell you, like, it is so val- valuable and it's so helpful. And you know, you don't always have to share everything with the internet all the time. Like you can keep things for you and that that is enough, you know? So when I started to um, put that into play and actually started committing to that within my life, it really helped me. But another thing as well is just making sure that I am spending time with my partner. My partner and I, I love him to bits. Jack, he's literally incredible. He's like, he's like literally fell from heaven into my lap, I swear. But um, when I was building my network marketing business, he was neglected a lot and it had such a hard, um, it it played such a negative role in our relationship and it it created a lot of chaos and unnecessary arguments. And and I know that that, it sounds like self-explanatory, but it is all actually preventable. And so 
I commit to the time that him and I have together, even if it is just five minutes that I can squeeze in. And I try to make myself as present as possible. Of course, I'm not perfect and none of us are, but really try to schedule out and give your full attention to the people you're going to be spending time with. There's nothing worse than feeling like you have to half-ass the conversation or be half in, half out, one foot out the door with people. Like really commit to the people you have in your life and give them your, your time when you know it's allocated because those relationships, they need nurturing, they need care. And especially if you have a partner, that's really, really important to take time to be there for them. Like, because like Des was saying, we're in this online world and we get so fixated on um, the insights and analytics of these apps. It's like, we almost become them. And so we also have to remember that there is an entire world that exists offline and we, we need to find it within ourselves to commit to doing the work in our additional relationships with ourselves and with others so that we can continue to shine and, and, and be the best versions of ourselves. Thank you so much for letting us into that piece of your life, Montana. I think you raise a really important point, And to me, what that sounds like is just the concept of boundaries, being able to withhold our boundaries with ourselves, with social media, with our relationships. And I think what it sounds like that really looks like is being intentional about how we carve out our time and energy. You know, when you're on your phone, give yourself a time limit, whether it's like an hour saying, I'm going to designate one hour a day to work on my business. It's going to include engagement, posting, and follow-ups, and that's it. Or designating a phone-free walk. This is something that I love to make a practice of with my partner is just going for a walk and leaving my phone at home. I feel like sometimes we are so glued to our phones, like we take them into the washrooms with us, right? It's like, there's just, where is the boundary? Where is the privacy? And I think really giving yourself that permission to say, I can step away from this and it's not going to fall apart. I can go and be in my life and be in my relationships and be with myself and not feel the need to be so available all the time. And I think it's just one of those really important preventative measures that we can take within our businesses and within our lives so that we don't end up, like you said, feeling like a slave to the business. So I think that's such an important point. Thank you so much for raising that. And before we let you go today, I would love to ask you, where can people find you? Where can they work with you? And how can they connect with you? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Montana underscore Valverde. I'm sure Des will pop this into the show notes for you guys. Um, but you can follow me on Instagram. Um, I love posting reels and I love sharing content. Mo mostly, primarily, my Instagram is just an opportunity for me to over deliver in value for you. So definitely reach out to me, send me DMs if you want to connect. I'm here to help and serve you. But um, yeah, Instagram is number one way. And then if you are in network marketing and you're really struggling right now, I'd love to help you. Um, I have an incredible online course that is literally designed to help you bridge the gap between where you are right now and where you want to be in your business. And so if you are lacking any kind of structure or you feel like you're constantly having to rebuild or you're not getting the results that you want, I promise there are answers. And like we were saying, you just have to go out there and be willing to find them. So if you're open to it, I'd love to share information with you about it if it is something you're interested in. But nonetheless, this has been incredible and it's just been the greatest honor of my life to be able to be connected with Des, you guys. You have an 
incredible leader. And if you're listening every single week, please know that this woman is the same on mic as off mic. She is literally so congruent and transparent. And I'm honestly so grateful for you. Even if you are thousands and thousands of miles away on the other side of the world, I feel like we're connected by heart. And it's just been such a blessing to know you and to be your friend. Oh, you just lit up my heart so much. Thank you so much, Montana. I feel the exact same. And I always say this, but I really think the universe brings specific people into our lives for certain reasons and like attracts like energy wise. So everything all the same reflected right back to you. And I will definitely pop all of your contact information in the show notes. One more question we have, and then we'll let you go for today. And this is a question that I love asking all of my guests. And that is, what is something that you're doing right now that really lights up your soul? Oh, well, besides talking to you, (laughs) um, you know what? It's the moment that I'm in right now with the sun like blaring into my beautiful office that I've worked so incredibly hard to have. Um, I just feel like to live and to breathe and to be here is so, is so um, like sacred and also like such a privilege. And with so much of my life evolving and changing over the past year and all of us, it's really made me realize how important it is to sink into gratitude and just take every single moment for how it is and what it is and be so grateful for it. Like every single day I wake up and I'm so proud of the person that I'm becoming. And I'm so grateful for all that I have in my life, even if it is a little bit, even if it's a lot, like, I think it's just important to acknowledge that. And so I've been able to come to this like level of understanding where if I can find the gratitude and the love and the light within myself, I can find it in others and I can help other people bring it out, um, you know, in their, in their life as well. I always say, if we give like the sun, the whole world grows tall. And so if you have this inner feeling to share love or to share connection or to compliment someone or make someone stay like, please go out there and do that today. Like be the good that people see in other people and, and, you know, be that shining star for someone because you never know what, what it could do for them in, in their life. And so, yeah, I'm just grateful for this moment in this life and to be here with you and to be sharing energy and to be connecting with each and every single one of you listening to this right now. Mm, thank you for sharing those beautiful vibes with all of us and it's so so true I really think so much of the time we wait for something big and significant to bring us joy and gratitude and happiness and we really disempower ourselves by placing our happiness in that thing outside of ourselves when the reality of the situation is there's energy all around us at all times and there is the opportunity to tap into that love and that gratitude in every single moment and sometimes it is those small daily moments that just light up our souls and being able to fully revel in that is the greatest gift so I've really enjoyed this conversation today thank you so so much for being here and sharing so generously with all of us and personally I cannot wait until I can come back to Vancouver and give you a big hug (laughs) oh my gosh I can't wait I am dreaming of the day until we meet again 100% bye guys bye thank you so much for spending some time with me today and tuning into this podcast it truly means the world to have individuals that are interested in all of these topics and willing to support small businesses like mine This is an independently run podcast, so the more people that are spreading the word, the better. 
If you can take some time to give this a five-star review, share it on social media, or send it to a friend that you think would love this podcast, it would mean the absolute world. And if you're interested in connecting with more like-hearted individuals, please feel free to head over to the Facebook group called the Soulful Sessions Podcast Community. You can simply type in in the search bar on Facebook and join the group. Here we will be continuing to add value to your life and connection. Until next time.